Hey all, and thanks for joining me for this week's episode of the Shut Up Get Up podcast. I'm your host, Mike Muldoon, and today I want to talk a little bit about walking in other people's shoes and why feasibly it's not really possible. So a lot of times when people say, oh, you'll never understand someone until you walk in his shoes, why truthfully, you'll just never really understand and why it's not so much about trying to understand them, but as much as it is about being empathetic to their situation. The truth is, you can never really walk in someone else's shoes. I mean, I guess literally you could. I mean, my son does it all the time. He loves to put on daddy's shoes on like big, gigantic Ronald McDonald boots and walk around and laugh and have a good time. My daughter likes to do it as well. But when it comes to saying that you should never judge someone until you walk in their shoes, you just, you simply can't. I mean, one of the biggest challenges and uh, more so one of the probably the biggest disconnect between people that often affects relationships is that... Um, if you'd listen to my other podcasts on basically understanding the mind, I, I basically talk about how we judge, react, form opinions, take actions for or against. You know, we, we, we do this based upon our own individual makeup, right? And it's our makeup that's been built from the day we were born, dictated through so many factors, whether it's socioeconomic, environmental, influences like parents, relatives, other relationships, experience, you name it, all these things that form our subconscious program. Our subconscious program is our blueprint on how we see and we react to the world. So that's why things that might happen to others that might seem insurmountable to them can seem trivial to you, depending on your emotional makeup towards it all. You know, you might even find yourself wondering, like, what's the big deal? It's only, you know, blah, 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 you know, only to find their anger rising against you, finding you insensitive to what they're going through. Or maybe you've been the one that's been bothered by an issue of some kind or of an action or a feeling, Only to find that the people around you can't understand why this is such an issue to you anyway, and they just want to tell you how to deal with it. I mean, there's so many great examples of stuff like this. I mean, I was a C student in school, so you can only imagine how I would handle a situation if one of my peers who received an A- minus treated it like it was the end of the world. I mean, after all, where I'm sitting, you lucky mother, you know, you got an A-. minus. You know, but I guess maybe because I also knew that my parents, you know, they want them to do well in school, but nothing terrible was going to go, was going to happen to me when I got home with that C, you know, whereas somebody else where maybe education was pressed upon them from an early age and almost imposed upon them in such a hostile manner that to them, you know, an A minus was just like the worst thing that could possibly happen to them. So again, I probably wouldn't have been able to understand that very much. Uh, you see this in other factors like uh, people who have anxiety disorders or panic attacks, right? You know, if, if you've never had a panic attack and you're around somebody who has one, I mean, they are triggered a lot of times for no reasons. I know this personally myself. They're triggered and literally that fight or flight response just screams to somebody and it puts them in an awkward state. Now, if you've never suffered from this, you're probably just, well, what's the big deal? We're just walking down the street or what's the big deal? You're just in the shopping market. What's the big deal? We're just sitting on a plane. like. But that's all coming from your perspective because it isn't a big deal. But to that person, and obviously there's a lot more going on 
And then at that point, and we can always talk about that another day, but it is a big deal. It's a very big deal. And if you don't understand or, or sort of or have ever dealt with it or can find some sort of empathy towards it, you're just going to treat it like, what, the, what, the, what am I, what am I, I'm around some crazy person here? You know, I've got gay friends and, you know, love them to death, good friends of mine and stuff like that. But, you know, when I talk to them about things, no matter how much I would try to understand what it was like growing up, you know, in the 70s and the 80s, and especially when things weren't as open as as it is now, or maybe just, a, you know, maybe a little bit more understanding ones than, but I could never possibly understand how to walk in their shoes and really understand what it was like their upbringing, you know, what it was like, in, um, you know, going to school and maybe have, you know, a lot of them were very closeted for a long time and, and how it affected them emotionally and psychologically and all that. As much as I could try to absorb that and try to understand that, I'll never get it because let's be honest, I'm a heterosexual white male. I mean, I've never had to really deal with much in life like that. Um, so again, that, you know, trying to walk in their shoes, I would never, never, no matter how much try to understand it, uh, I would never be able to, I'm obviously I'm very, you know, I try to be as much understanding about it. Cause you know, some of them told me some, you know, some terrible things about it was like growing up at a time like that. But, um, you know, again, it's just something I would never understand. You know, another one that really dawned on me was, uh, one day I was talking to this woman and she's really concerned because her kids had just bought this new car and I guess their plate was expired, but they had renewed it, but they were waiting on it and they hadn't gotten it yet. And she was really concerned. And I was, you know, I said, well, why is that? And she goes, well, you know, my kids work late at night. I think they like worked at like an Amazon or something like that. And she goes, but, um, you know, they get home at like three or four o'clock in the morning. And she goes, that just really makes me nervous because they have an expired tag. So that probably doesn't seem like much to you all. And because at first, even my first thought was, well, you know, they probably got paperwork shows they own the car. But the thing is, I was talking to a black woman who has two black teenage sons coming home three o'clock in the morning, expire tags that might, you know, that might draw some attention. And, you know, I, I, at that moment, I, I I could see her concern, especially a lot of stuff would, would have been going on in the world at the time. But as much as I could see her her concern, again, this is not a situation where I could just walk in her shoes and understand what that must feel like as a mother at a time when there was a lot of things going on and, and the worry she must feel having her two sons with unexpired tags, you know, driving around at three o'clock in the morning. So again, another situation where I just, you know, as much as I would try to walk in that person's shoes, it just, I'm not, I'm not going to get there. So that's, that's why it's so strange to say, well, you never know when somebody, uh, until you walk in their shoes, because you, because of we're all individuals, we just, we're all completely different. We are going to relate to things, see things differently. I mean, that's probably one of the biggest reasons why it's almost impossible for us to really, really understand what somebody is going through. And also because one of the biggest issues with us is that we all have, as much as we'd like to not admit it, um, and and maybe some people's are more out of whack than most people's. Are, but but we we all have an ego, and you know with that ego comes a lot of times that we're right. So the situation that is going on, the choice is that we make to deal with it. A lot of times in our own being is like, well, 
come on, I mean, the decision I'm making is right here. And therefore, you know, it's hard for us sometimes to see past that. So a lot of times, again, it's hard to walk in somebody's shoes because your ego is there saying, well, mm, not really going to, you know, that's not that big of a deal because that's not what I would do. And that's not a big deal to me. So obviously it just can't be that big of a deal. So the, the real key isn't so much about walking in another's shoes. It isn't. Because you're never, ever, no matter how much you wear those shoes, you're never going to completely 100% understand it. So the key is really about empathy. You know, it's the ability to recognize and understand the thoughts and feelings of others. But it's not so much embodying it and understanding it and then maybe in some way saying, well, now I understand it, so let me help you get past it. It's not about that. It's more so about just being there with them. And, um, you know, there's basically, there's three stages of empathy. The first one is a cognitive empathy. Uh, It's basically being aware of the emotional state of another person. There's emotional empathy, which is, you know, engaging and sharing in those emotions, right? Connecting with them. And then there's compassionate empathy, which involves taking action or support to other people. So again, you're not trying to walk in their shoes to understand it. And again, for a lot of people, and I have been very guilty of this, and my wife can tell you I have been very guilty of this. I'm a fixer. So a lot of times, I'm probably not as bad as I probably was when I was younger, but a lot of times I actually want to understand the situation to help you how to fix it. But that's not what it's about. It's not what it's about. See, the best thing you can do when somebody's, whatever they're reacting to is completely different than what you're doing is to connect, is to kind of, again, be there, you know, to try to understand that, that emotional state share in those emotions, you know, and, and, and help to support that person. And it doesn't have to, you know, be such a major event, you know, sometimes just listening, being sympathetic. That's what you need to do. That's what we need to do. You know, so this whole notion that you'll never understand that person until you walk in their shoes. Well, here's the thing. You are never going to be able to walk in their shoes. You're just not, no matter how much you understand them. I mean, look at siblings. I've got two brothers. We were raised by the same parents and the same socioeconomic factors and the same environments had pretty much a similar upbringings. And as similar as we are and how we might react to certain things the same, there are a lot of things that my older brother, or younger brother would react completely different to in a certain way that might be so emotionally stressful to them that to me is like, what's the big deal? And vice versa. Because the thing is, human beings, each one of us, we're like fingerprints. We're like snowflakes. No two are alike.
Get up.